Hi, this is Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about one of our great sponsors called Revenge Lover Designs. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Hi, this is Anna from Not Another Bee Horrorcast. You're listening to another exciting show on the 4 Eyed Radio Network. For more great shows, check us out online at www.4eyedradio.com. All right, everybody, we are back from the holiday season. It's time for another episode of the Arcade Bros. Of course, I am Player One, Steve-O, along with Player Two. Revenge Lover. And guess what, kids? You liked him so much, we unlocked the character again. I had to go buy the DLC just so I can keep him on the console. Matthew! Hey, thanks for having me back. Hey, thanks for being back. We always love you on the show. And thanks for spending the $39.99. I, know, I I had a discount. You were only thirty five ninety nine. Hey, uh, no tax. Checks in the mail, right? Yeah, but of course it was a big week for gaming. Um, I know we're back from the holiday season, which we'll get into. Um, we'll see how everyone's little uh, Thanksgiving was and whatnot. But of course you can find us at www.arcade-bros.com, part of the Four I Radio Network. Um, listen to the show. You can find us on fouriradio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And of course it's the holiday season, so if you want to go shopping, go to amazon.com. But don't go to amazon.com. Go to the sasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. Um, of course, like how we start off every show, um, how was everybody's uh, Thanksgiving? Very turkey-filled and food-filled, and I I cooked all day, so I was ridiculously tired afterwards. <laughs> For sure. Nice. Thanksgiving was good. Had some uh, had the in-laws come in town and uh, did it right. <laughs> Opposed to not having the in-laws come to town and do it wrong. Yeah, yeah. You could do it Meet the Fockers style. <laughs> You could. No, but I think uh, Matthew's in-laws actually like him. <laughs> they, they do. I like them, too. You're lucky. Yeah. You're very lucky. <laughs> it's very rare when you have like people who... That was like, I think one of my, my ex-fiance would be like, oh, my mother likes you. I'm like, your mother's been trying to get you to go on dates with other guys, and we live together. <laughs> I don't think she likes me. I set you up a Tinder profile. Just swipe right to everyone. And she's like, look, it's okay. He, this guy, sure, he looks like a drug addict, but it's better than the unemployed guy you're living with. Oh, man. <laughs> Harsh. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. I had two. What? Yeah, uh, my brother, um, which actually now my brother's married. He just got married this week. So, um, I saw that. Clear. The former arcade bros is now the arcade man. I don't know. Um, I that that Arcade sounded better in the head. Um, uh, yeah. So him and his uh, his wife, uh, they we went. I went over to his new place finally. Uh, really nice place. Um, uh, so we had Thanksgiving there with my mom, dad, and her mom, and then uh, my sister showed up, and then my mom made a turkey anyway. So then went over Friday and had like another Thanksgiving. So I was like, all right, I'm down for that. So now I'm like, do I get two Christmases? Is this kind of like a divorce family? <laughs> That's funny. But apparently, well, I, you, you have to share. Yeah, I, I think to your share. brother got married at the same place that I got married. 
Oh, did he? Yeah, over in uh, Gilbert. Oh, okay. How? Yeah, I think so. I'm. I'm not really sure. I mean, I wasn't invited, so. Um, Aww. No. I was just going off the uh, the photo I saw online. So. It could be. Yeah, it could be in Gilbert, probably. Um, yeah, it's like a, you just pay like a flat rate, and then you just need like a few people or something like that, and you get like your pictures and all that kind of stuff. Cool. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, I think we're doing a brunch with them. Uh, when people listen to this, I've already, it would already be the future since it happened, but yeah, uh, uh, tomorrow. So nice brunches are cool. Oh yeah. Who doesn't like, yeah, I was going to say, who doesn't like brunch? Get some of that mimosa. Get some mimosa. I'm going to have to. I'll be like, let's drink your berries. And the bloody berries. They're like, Steve, we're at this table. What? Um, Are you guys a fan of bloody berries? I, it depends. Mm. There's one place in San Diego that I tried a Bloody Mary. Chris gave it to me, and I liked it because they put like uh, beef au jus in it, so it tasted like a steak. Okay. <laughs> but like I'm a regular Bloody Mary. I, yeah, I'm not really a I'm not really a fan of Bloody Marys. I yeah. try I try I try, and like I'll go spicy, and sometimes mm-hmm. I won't go spicy, and I just I can't do it. You like ketchup, but you don't like tomatoes. I love tomatoes, and I love ketchup. Oh, okay. So your like argument is valid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess it's maybe just the combination of like tomato juice and vodka. I, I just don't know. You know what? It's very true because it's like uh, I'm not a big fan of Bloody Marys, but if someone can make it right, like, you know, if it's spicy or something like that, like I got one in like Vegas and it was fantastic. Yeah. But I've had one like a year before, and of course it was people who were like, "Oh, I know how to make a Bloody Mary." I'm like, "No, you do not, sir. This is horrible." <laughs> you are not a barista. Or a so yeah, it's whatever. it very it it really does depend on who can make it. So and actually, yeah. yours sounds really good, the one that Raven just talked about, because I'm like, mm, yeah, steak. You. Oh my gosh, come visit me out here. We will go and get one. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, Matthew. I would say road trip, but we'll fly. Fly trip. <sighs> yes, because you guys are invited to my wedding anyway. It's not going to happen, like, right away. Okay, I was like, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> oh, I'll be on the lookout for the invitation when it comes. Yeah, yeah. We might have to get her <laughs> I only go if I have a legit invitation. I don't, oh, I don't there will be crap. There will be legit invitations. I'm a graphic designer, and I'm making legit invitations for my baby shower, so. <laughs> oh, sweet, cool. Matthew, do you need your other rule implemented, too, where it has to be an open bar? <laughs> That would be cool, <laughs> but it's not required. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's not required with Raven, but with me, it was that was Matthew. Matthew's like, Steve, I'm only going to your wedding if you uh, have an open bar. I'm like, ha, jokes on you, Matthew. I'm never getting married. Oh, I made myself feel bad. Um, but oh yeah, and then yeah, that too. Uh, yes, if uh, people listen to the show and don't know Raven, Raven is engaged. So um, that just did that happen like. Yeah, that happened before we had a, but we haven't talked after that since you got engaged, correct? Yeah, it was right before the break. Okay, I just and uh, it's actually kind of gamer related, so I'm not just randomly spawning it. But got engaged at a arcade, video game arcade. It was awesome. Nice. Uh, Chris had the ring inside of a box inside of a treasure chest (gasps) with like a bunch of jewels, like rupees. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I love Legend of Zelda. It's got to be Zelda-themed. And <laughs> he 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 got the guy to have it in, like, the, what do you call it, the prize area. Yeah. So that when we were finished getting all of our tickets for the games, we go to the prize area, and I'm like, oh, that box looks cool. Or no, he pointed it out, and I was like, oh, that box looks really cool. It's only 20 tickets, 
okay, let's get it. <laughs> so nice. he got the box and then he opens it and proposed to me and I was like crying and like, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> That's a legit way to do it. That was very creative. Yeah. And the, the ring is shaped like a heart container from Legend of Zelda. Oh, nice. Yeah, I saw that online. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's got the Triforce on the back too. Super yeah. Cool. Did you have to equip the ring? Did I have to what? I'll go. Did you have to equip the ring? Yeah, I had to equip it. It's on a necklace right now because I'm like pregnant and bloated, but it's equipped. <laughs> I wish I could use that excuse for stuff. Steve, these papers yeah. aren't done. I'm pregnant and bloated. <laughs> They're like, this, sounds, this sounds like kind of different issues right now. <laughs> just, just a little bit. I mean, I, even the baby showers are Zelda themed. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. That's legit. Legend of Baby. So if you guys want one, I will definitely send you one. You are invited. So are you, are you, okay, now is the baby going to be named anything from Legend of Zelda? Uh, has to. Rhea Zelda Fadden. Ah. So it will definitely. It's already done. Look at that. Princess Zelda. Well, I think you you can't have any right now, but I did get this from our uh, arcade uh, block is a Legend of Zelda, a wine stopper. I saw. I'm so jelly, all you people with the arcade blocks. But there are, uh, uh, but we are going to have the nerd block as a sponsor soon. So. Ooh. Yeah, the only reason I don't do those things is because I there's so much. I already have so much clutter with stuff. I don't need more stuff. <laughs> yeah, I actually. I cleaned up my desk finally, so I moved a lot of the stuff that was cluttering, like my counter space, and put it on my desk. And so now I have like memorabilia there. But then I did something dumb last night when I got home. I opened this box I've been meaning to go through, and I just realized a bunch of toys I have in there and figurines. So I took all those out, and now I have like a trigun uh, stuff on my desk now, and a couple of other things. But I finally found all my South Park figure things. So I was like, all right, cool. Nice. I might bring those into work for the holiday season. But I really put everything out there. I was all like. Ah, this is probably why you're going to die alone. Yeah, i got to go find some shelves this weekend and put stuff up on shelves so that they're not cluttered and put stuff I don't need away and ugh, a lot of work. <laughs> okay, but I know everyone's all like, get to the gaming news. Sorry, guys. No, I, I, we do this all the time. We go off on tangents and stuff like that, so I think maybe that's why people like it because we try to bring them into our normal world and then we'll talk about the video games and all that kind of stuff. So, um... Of course, uh, what has everyone been playing this week? Let's start with Matthew. Um, I have not really played a lot this week, just been busy. Um, I, I played a little bit more of Fallout 4. Um, I, on iOS, they, every week they do like a free, free app, and I downloaded Raymond Fiesta. Oh, okay, that just came out, didn't it? Um, I think it's been out for a while, but... Um, I'm having a blast. Like I love the rain. Oh, it's Raymond Fiesta Run. Um, I love the the Raymond games. Steve, you're like a god at those games. Um, it's all because of Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> but uh, I like it's... the old ones. I don't like the new one. Oh no. I have the new one on my Xbox One because it was a free download, mm -hmm. and it's just too easy. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matthew's so pissed right now. Are you having trouble with the game? Because oh, it's too man. easy. I yeah I I die a lot. <laughs> like my 13 year old cousin and I were playing and we were just like, man, this is too easy. We gave it to my 10 year old cousin, and she can fly through that pretty quickly. Oh man. Um, I wow. I like it because I like the art style. 
I think it's very well done with that and stuff like that. Uh, there is, like, I guess when it got to a certain point where you had to do, like, the music levels, especially if you do, like, the last music level, the crazy grandma one, where, like, the screen shrinks and things turn around and opposite and everything like that. But at a certain point, I was just like, because I remember Matthew watching me play it, and then I get done with a level, like, I just kind of, like, went through, got everything. I was like, okay. Like, I didn't think anything about it. Matthew's just like, I hate you. <laughs> But uh, it's it's really convenient to have it on your phone, and uh, I've been having a blast with it. So I've been playing that um, during my my little break times at work and stuff this week. So uh, that's what I've been playing. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, uh, I have been playing the Fallout Fours still because I'm really? obsessed. Yeah, I know. I keep, I, yeah, I keep seeing your level. Like I'm all like, I got to eight. Yeah, I'm like well, that, twelve. I think that's funny because I only play for like a couple hours a day, and then I give it to. Chris, and then he plays a couple hours. He's probably like seven levels behind me or so. But it's just funny. We don't we don't play that much, but we level so much. I think it's because we're constantly building stuff, mm-hmm. and and just the building gives you lots of experience and selling so, stuff. So that was the thing I was uh, I was going to ask too, with everyone playing Fallout Four for a little bit or a lot. Um, so is it seems a lot easier to level up in this game than it was in Fallout Three. I think it's because they have they just have so many perks. They just want you to try and figure out what you're wanting to do. And which is fine, but but I, but I didn't notice that. I was all like, wow, I seem to level up fast in this game compared to like like level like in Fallout Three. But they do give you the smackdown when you think you're super cocky, and they're like, hey, we're gonna throw a random death claw over here, and this death claw is gonna be like twice your level. <laughs> oh geez, yeah, I haven't run into that yet. Actually, I think finally I started exploring a little bit. And I found like an entire like little mini. I'm gonna just call it a town, but it's probably not a town, but just filled with those uh, Cogsworth robots. Oh, um, Robco. Yeah. Yeah, and then you like go in there and they're like friendly at first, and they're like, "Can we take your order? Here, sit down." And then they start trying to kill you, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Did not know about that, so I'll prepare for that. Uh, yes. I basically just talked to the general, and since my charisma is so high, I was able just to be like, oh, yeah, I work here. And he's like, oh, okay, good for you. Mission accomplished. Like, I was like, all right. Yeah, there's something wrong with their programming. They're still going to try to kill you. <laughs> all right, I'll make sure to uh, equip some better weapons or leave and get some better weapons. <laughs> yeah, other than Fallout, um, you know, the family was here for Thanksgiving, so we did some Mario Party action. So, had to play. So this is Mario Party 10. Is this the one that has the Amiibo stuff with it? Yes. Okay, now how is this? Because I haven't touched a Mario Party game since Mario Party 6, maybe? It was a little weird at first, um, because in the old Mario Party games, you have your own character, and your own character moves on the board by itself. Huh. This one is everybody's on a vehicle thing, and every time somebody rolls, it moves the entire vehicle of everybody forward onto the space. So it really is a teamwork type of thing, but at the same time, you're competing. Oh, okay. And you, the objective is to get everybody to the end of the board without, not necessarily without dying. Everybody can't die, but like you can have more stars than everybody else. Okay. Now, and then is this the one where someone can play as Bowser and try to destroy everybody? Yes. It does get really tricky. They're, they don't give a hand to Bowser or the players. It's really, really random. But, like, if you're Bowser and you have the dice, you can, like, set them in your hand before you roll them. And you can, like, shake it again after you roll it. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> intense. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Although the... Using the amiibos is pretty cool. You get some like cool items and bases for your characters, but there really isn't a point to the amiibos in the game. You can have it play like on a 
game mode where it's just the amiibos going against each other, but like, who wants to watch their amiibos play Mario Party? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing I was always curious about because I know you could do that with the them with Super Smash Bros. But I know you could actually like you could play against your amiibo, you could actually fight it and train it, get it leveled up or stuff like that. But that one point, like I have like I think I have three of them right now, and I want to. I did see Pac-Man the other day. I was like, mm, but uh, I got to like stop buying these things because I don't have space. But yeah, I was just having them like fight in a battle just to level up at one point. I literally just put it on like uh, 99 lives and I left. <laughs> I was all like, you guys figured this out. I don't want to train you, you know, kind of thing. But then, yeah, it comes down to it's all like, yeah, but how boring is that if you're just like, let me put that's like, hey, I got these Amiibos for the Mario Kart game. Great. Let's just watch them race. Yeah, yeah I, I just I use them for the outfits and then that was it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did with the Zelda game, the Warrior, uh, Hyrule Warriors, where you just put them on and you get like new items. Mm-hmm. And then of course uh, Mario Kart Eight mm. had to smash face at it. Although my sister beat me a couple times, so I'm kind of sad. So did you get any of the DLC for that? <laughs> What's that? Did you get any of the DLC for the Mario Kart Eight? No, I just play with whatever's on there. Oh, okay, because I, I have you gotten it? Yeah, I got. Uh, I don't know if I got the second pack, but I did get the first pack where it has Link in it. Mm-hmm. So then I have Link as a driver, and whatnot, and the level high rule, and a couple of other things, which is kind of cool. But it's it's actually what I like. He has a like a custom motorcycle that looks like a horse. Yeah, which is kind of cool. So, but yeah, it's funny though because you play like all the other Mario Kart levels, and then you play his level, and it's like the coins or rubies and everything yeah. else, and you're just kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. Instead of all the piranhas being piranhas, they're all the Deku uh, creatures and stuff. So, it's uh, it's interesting. I think that I to me, I was just like, I don't know why it took them so long to do this, like to just put other Nintendo characters in their games. Uh, it's got to get through a bunch of approval. From a bunch of old farts who are like, well, is it going to make us money? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it doesn't make a lot of money. You put a link in anything, it make a money. <laughs> you put a link. Nowadays, yeah. They're like, oh, you have Green Lantern game? Put link in it, it make money. Oh, you have Soul Calibur? Yeah. Put link in it. <laughs> that is true. I mean, actually, I think the GameCube ones did sell more than all the other ones. Yeah, nobody cared about uh, Hihachi. He's balding and old and ugly. <laughs> the Xbox one, I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, it's Spawn, but it was like, this is really out of place, though, because like, everything else was from a game, and then you were just like, Xbox like, we don't have anything. I'm like, why don't you just use Master Chief? Yeah, right? Because he's got good. We, we can't show Master Chief getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's probably. probably. That's probably accurate. Yeah, but that is true. It's like I don't understand when they do that with the, the tech. Was it the, no, it's the Soul Calibur games where they always input. Like the, then they did the one with like the – it was like one with Darth Vader, one with Yoda. I'm all like, this is out of place. I'm like, are you guys even trying anymore or – Well, that was kind of like uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC or DC versus Mortal Kombat, whatever that game yeah. was. Yeah. They There was no blood. The fatalities sucked. And I'm like – who cares? I want to see Superman get his spine ripped out of his back. Like right. that's the point of a Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> yeah, that's what the I concept, think. The concept was cool, but the execution was was flat. Yeah, I think yeah. they were just trying to compete with the Marvel versus Capcom, mm-hmm. and it which failed. nobody can compete. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. They kind of failed miserably with that one. I think where they're going now with the Mortal Kombat 10, where they uh, are putting like a lot of the horror characters in there. I'm like, that kind of fits more their genre because you can still have the blood. You can still have, like, the goriness, too, and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, that's fine, you know. Yeah, I Leather think they face. just uh, – um, didn't they just release that they're bringing out the Xenomorph for it? Yes. Yeah. And uh, Leatherface is also going to be on that mm-hmm. pack. And I don't know who the other two characters are, though. If they don't have a special where the Xenomorph does, like, an acid thing and it's just your skeleton remaining, I'm going to be pissed. 
I saw a screenshot where they have uh, one of them busting through one of like the little xenomorph baby busting through the chest chest of uh, <laughs> it was Baraka, I think, that I saw. Barack Obama? Like, oh, I didn't know he was in the game. Boracho is one of them. Uh, Xenomorph, uh, Leatherface, and Triborg. Yeah, I have no idea who those other two characters are. Yeah. There's a lot of new characters in Mortal Kombat 10 that are... I mean, maybe they're part of like Mortal Kombat lore, but I've, ne- you know, I've never seen them before. Well, Boracho is from the older games. He was kind of like Shang Tsung. Okay, what older... Because I, I fell off about Mortal Kombat 3. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let me find him. I've, d- I've dabbled in a, a little bit of the newer ones, so, but I like to keep informed. Oh, no, 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 that's fine. I mean, people were talking about the new one. I'm like, I haven't touched a Mortal Kombat game since, like, Sega Genesis, so I'm really behind on that one. Like, I'm just remembering the whole, like, just get over here. But they're like, now Scorpion says, like, peas and carrots. And you're like, why? Carrots and peas. <laughs> Um, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance was the first one. Did you guys play that one? No. Like a, this, PlayStation 2? Yeah, no. I Like I said, I dropped off on th- number three for Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. Gotcha. There was one, I can't remember what it was, but it had like a story to it and you would go through the different realms and that one was really cool. Okay. If they keep that up, they should definitely keep that up. <laughs> Well, I think one of the cool things they implemented in the... I forget which version of Mortal Kombat. I didn't discover it until I got the Injustice uh, game, which was by like pretty much the same people. But uh, it was knocking them in buildings and the whole like changing the setting, like if you do a certain move and stuff like that. And I know that was implemented in one of the Mortal Kombat games, which I thought that was a cool idea because it's kind of like you're in the one area, but if you hit somebody, then they fly up onto a roof or something like that. I was like, oh, that's kind of a unique way of doing it, you know? But... Um, yeah. I mean, I have nothing against Mortal Kombat games. It's just like, I, I don't know. I guess I was just more of a Street Fighter Capcom guy. I just wouldn't pay 60 bucks for a Mortal Kombat game. That too. That's why when I was all like, well, 10's been out for a while. I'll wait till the price drops before I want to touch these uh, different characters. I did pick up the, um, when they did the next gen. Well, I guess it would be, it was for 360 when it came out. But um, I did pick up that version. Nice. It was pretty good. I had fun. Um, playing online though, you just... You just get dominated. So yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's the kind of the same thing with like Street Fighter and everything like that. Like I hated playing uh, Street Fighter Four when it first came out because I would oh, jump yeah. on. I had to turn off the thing. I didn't know you had to turn it off, so people would just keep constantly join like fighting me. So I'm like, okay, and I I took my lickings like a normal person. I got the crap beat out of me and stuff like that. I was like, okay, good game and stuff like that. But finally, I was about to win, beat some guy, and he literally jumped out of the game. Lame. I was like, Whoever that guy serious? is, I hope something bad happens to you. I was like so Very mad because cool. and it was like a really good fight too. Like he won the first round, I won the second round. It was really coming down to the wire in the next round. I'm like, okay, this is kind of fun, you know. I'm like, I'm enjoying this. It's like a challenge and stuff. And literally, like I'm doing like the last move, and then it's all like connection lost. I was like, are you serious? I'm like, and the stupid part is the guy kicked my ass like two times earlier before. So I'm all yeah. like, oh God forbid you can't win. Is it one of those things too where if it quits, you don't get the. Uh... The, it doesn't record the win or yeah i think um i think they fixed that now i'm not sure if they fixed that with the the latest edition of those games but i remember the very first version of street fighter 4 they did not have like a patch for that or whatnot basically that's why i think people would just jump out of the game because they're like well it doesn't count against me and you don't get a point kind of thing for all the baby crybaby rage quitters there's no crying in baseball so get over it yeah, it's. I mean, hey, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I play online with Super Smash Bros., it's not like I jump out of the game and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, I'll 
you know, I lost. Good game, you know. Can just be be sports. It's the same thing with like Halo. It's like, yeah, I get killed and someone's doing his teabagging over me, but I'm not all like, you're cheat. That's what I hate. You cheat. You're a cheater. You're such a. It's like everyone get over yourselves. It's all like, look. Sorry, I'm better than you, or my internet connection's better than you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my my favorite one is oh so much lag. I'm like, if you're having so much lag, then you shouldn't be online gaming. Yeah, you should probably pay a little extra for the better service. Yeah, don't. That's why I hate all these excuses. Just everyone, look, guess, guess what? In life, someone's going to be better at you at something, or you could be the best at it, okay? If someone, what it should show you what to do, kids. If someone beats you at something that you thought you were the greatest at, then you go, oh, wow, I have a challenge now. It's not just, I win everything. I'm just showing up and I get a trophy, you know? Yeah, none of that bullcrap here. Another life lesson from Steve Mooney. Um,. The the last game, sorry, I don't mean to like take it over. No, no, you're good. All over the place, but um, going to mobile games. I've been playing Pokemon Shuffle. I play it like How every day. It's pretty addicting. Yeah. Uh, Chris showed me how to farm Meowth for coins, so I could use the coins in case I don't catch the Pokemon. Because at the end, it says, do you want to use so-and-so amount of coins to use a Great Ball to catch this Pokemon that you obviously suck at catching? And I'm like, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like it's kind of like uh, like Candy Crush or yeah. Pokemon. So every time you match three, it attacks the Pokemon that you're up against. Oh. And some of them are like limited to a certain amount of moves, and then some of them are limited to a certain amount of time. Okay. The least amount of time that I found is 30 seconds, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. The longest amount of time I've had is two minutes, I think. Um, are all the Pokemon in there, or are there only like a certain amount? Do you know? Um, I don't think all the Pokemon are in there because they keep doing updates like added new Pokemon. Okay. Um, but there is a good amount of Pokemon because every, I want to say every 10 levels or so, you fight against a trainer. So you fight the mega version of a Pokemon like Mega Mewtwo or Mega Charizard or whatever. Yeah. And then you get like the Mega Stone from that battle if you win. And you can apply that to your Pokemon so that whenever you get a certain amount of Pokemon of that Mega Pokemon lined up, there's a bar that fills up and it turns it into a Mega and it does like a special like gets rid of all the blocks in the area that it was lined up in or it does a circle and removes those Pokemon or oh, something. okay. I might have to cool. check this out. Yeah, it's free. Um, the way that they keep it kind of entertaining is that you have like a heart meter and the hearts refill after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Um, you can send hearts to your friends, like mini hearts, and you get like a little bit of a heart gauge filled up. And once it fills up, you get another heart. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, you can spend money on the game if you want to, but you really don't have to. Mm. Yeah. All right. Time for us to do some Pokemon Crush soon. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I'll see how bad I do at the game because I'm colorblind. I can never figure out what goes with what. That's why I sucked at Street Fighter Puzzle Fighter. Well, just look at the. They have the shapes of the heads of the Pokemon. Yeah, but it's gonna be all ones that I don't. I'm like, I only remember 150. What the hell is this? I know there's yeah. like there's like so many now. I'm like, this is not even <laughs> a. Po this isn't even an animal. These are just gears. No, there's like bags of trash and a chandelier and an ice cream. Yeah. Really? They're getting into the Digimon realm. Oh, man. Ugh. They're like, we're running out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know what they will do, though? They'll run out of ideas, and they'll be like, and now time for classic Pokemon. And they'll just bring back all the traditional 151 Pokemon or something like that. Recycle it. Well, that's what they did, and they made the mega versions of Pokemons. Because 
I found out there's like the Mega Mewtwo, which is the evolved form of Mewtwo, and I'm like, what? No, Mewtwo is the one and only one. And, <laughs> and the thing I hate about that when they did that, that was like Pichu. It was like Pichu's before Pikachu, but he's number 173. But I'm like, Pikachu is like 25. That doesn't make any I, sense. It kind of makes sense. It because they number them based on when they were found, uh, not what the actual number is. Oh, well, now that's disappointing. Now my now my argument is invalid. I don't like this. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me just throw the fact hammer in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you playing? Uh, I played a little bit more of Fallout 4. Um, like I said, I just found that weird town with all the Cogsworths and everything like that. Um, and then I finally jumped into the Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, of course, I was a little weary on this one because uh, the last one I played, Unity, was horrible. Um, oh, yeah. And it, it graphic-wise, it was a great-looking game. It started off as a fun game, uh, Unity, but then it just—I don't know—like it literally ended, and I was like, "What? What was the story to this?" Like, didn't hold I my still, in, yeah, it didn't hold my interest at all. So, I still don't even know. I think I did some DLC for it, and I couldn't figure out how to get out of the DLC to go back to the normal stuff. So I had to look it up, and it was like, "Oh yeah, just use your map and go back." And I'm like, "What? Why couldn't you just tell me this in the game?" That's right. funny because I have the DLC for that game that they gave out free, and I still have not accessed it. I don't know how to start it. It's not. It, you go to uh, like you're going to a quest, and then it just throws you into it. But it doesn't seem. Oh, that's well put together. That's weird because like <laughs> I have no quest to go to because I've completed everything. Ooh, you broke it. Probably. So thanks, Assassin's Creed Unity, for being the biggest pile of crap since. Yeah, I didn't touch it at all just because all the horror stories I've heard. Well, it was like, and the thing I hated was like the online play seemed like a great idea, but the problem is, is like you really need to play with your friends that you can communicate. Because I jumped into random games and it was just a clusterfuck. Like people yeah. are just mm -hmm. like, it's like you're supposed to be assassins. You're supposed to take your time, figure things out, and do things. Yes, you do have a time limit, so I understand you have to pick up the pace. But literally, the entire crew is just running through everything and just stabbing everybody. Like, to complete the quest. I'm like, this was a clusterfuck. I'm like, we are the worst assassins ever. I'm like, do you know how many witnesses we have right now? So, yeah. but yeah, basically, so I was a little hesitant with Assassin's Creed uh, Syndicate. Um, so jumping in, I like the idea that you can play as two characters. Um, it's kind of cool. It takes place in London, obviously. Um, two characters that I've already run into, because this is what Assassin's Creed does, where they implement, uh, you know, actual people from the game into the... Uh, into the game uh so i ran into uh what was it um oh crap uh, uh charles dickinson. yeah charles yeah. dickinson and then uh, i just ran into uh i'm trying i know his last name bell um alexander bell yes thank you <laughs> i'm all like i'm his first name is blanking on that one but yeah so i ran into those two people which is kind of cool so right now basically you're trying to basically uh you know create gangs kind of like in assassin's creed brotherhood uh basically to take down the uh corruption that's in uh london and stuff like that so it is pretty cool um you get some new items uh the 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 system in this one's a lot better for leveling up your material uh and constructing stuff and building weapons unlike in the last one where it was all like you have to do this mission or you have to do these timed events or and everything like just to get and things are not that expensive which is nice um so yeah it's a lot of fun i will say this i do like playing as a female assassin a lot better than the male assassin is it because she's jiggling uh not even that it's just honestly uh this is the first like i haven't I, the guy i think is just way too cocky Okay. And that kind of turned me off because that's the same way Altier was 
from the very first Assassin's Creed and, until after yeah. he gets to a certain point where he's like, I finally understand, and I'm the only one without an accent. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, uh, it's a fun game. So, I mean, you do have to switch back and forth, but I mean, he does have like his moments like when you have the movie scenes and stuff like that, but certain stuff like he does, I'm like, I, and also, it, you actually, when you're playing as him, he feels like heavier. Like he feels a lot bulkier, which is kind of weird because you're not really yeah. like, you know, you're not like physically holding the characters but you can kind of feel like the weight difference and stuff of like that i guess when you're playing so um but it is interesting we'll see how it goes i do like the brother sister dynamic i think that's a cool idea i like switching back and forth um is really kind of cool you get like a grappling hook in this one which is kind of interesting uh that's implemented so uh it's kind of <laughs> actually yes i've been doing that a lot i really need to start doing some um Twitch videos with uh, the Assassin's Creed because I literally did that where I stabbed a bunch of people and like the uh, like, everyone's looking at you and they're all like I am the knight and I just took off. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So overall, I think it's a it's a big step up from the last one. So I can kind of see where they try to they were rebuilding all their mechanics from that one to this one. So the storyline so far is a lot better. Uh, they brought back a lot of the cool stuff from like the old Assassin's Creed games with, you know, building like, you know, assassins again, like a gang and all that kind of stuff. And it, London looks beautiful. I will say this. So, um, so yeah, definitely check that one out. It's, 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 it's pretty interesting so far. So I'm hoping to play a little bit more of that today. And then also I finally dived into Tomb Raider. Nice. Lots um, of jiggly, yes. Uh, yes, lots of jiggly. Um, one <laughs> thing I'm a little... So I'm not too far into Tomb Raider, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, but I will say this. Uh, Laura Croft can't catch a break. She um, keeps getting stabbed. Oh, yeah. It's just a clusterfuck after another clusterfuck with her. Um, there's one part that I'm kind of like, wait a minute. So it does a flat... Like, you, you do a one part, like you're on the snowy mountain, which actually looks amazing, just like the graphic-wise and, and the snow falling and all this kind of cool, like aspect so you know like right then and there you're you're in there you're just like oh this is cool it does like a flashback thing for a couple of weeks earlier and like she has a gun with her at that time because she's like okay i gotta i'm raiding this temple there's these guys are gonna be there so i want to protect myself but then she knows that these guys are going after the same she, she's going after in present time but she didn't bring a weapon hmm. and i don't maybe I'm she's like, pulling an angelina jolie well, of course, she basically you get to an area and then you're like, I'm constructing a bow again. So I'm just like, uh, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I actually love the bow and arrow in the in the in the uh, first one and stuff like that. I thought it was great and just like, you know, making that 10 times better and stuff. But I just I was like, why would you bring a gun the first time and then not the second time? I'm like, you actually know who you're up against. And it seems like a big military group of people. So, Laura, you dumb fucked up. Um, Feminine charm? <laughs> maybe, but yeah, the game is fun. It looks like it's going to have um, that intensity that the, the first one did where, you know, you get to a certain spot. You're like, oh, I can relax. Oh, no, the mountain's falling, you know, kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, I'm, yeah I, I hear um, a lot of good things about this game. So, yeah, so I guarantee she's probably going to get messed up like a motherfucker. Um, I think the next Tomb Raider game should just be called Tomb Raider. All right. Fucking already. Um <laughs> so but we'll see but um yeah so that's that's all i've been touching this week it's cool but i'll uh, have to get into those yeah i i say definitely check them out um i would probably wait maybe because i don't know like tomb raider i definitely would pay the full amount uh assassin's creed i mean i'm liking it right now but after getting burned from the last one i don't think ubi software deserves all my money yeah plus you know christmas is almost around the corner and sales and that is true all that stuff. So, so play your video games, kids. Yeah, so yeah, play your video games, kids. But speaking of video games, there was the Video Game Awards, which actually I think this is the first time episode of Arcade Bros that we actually get to talk about the Video Game Awards. 
I'm just going to throw this out here. I'm sad that Kojima was not able or allowed, not allowed to go. That's some BS. Like, what did he do to them? Did that... he, like, threaten them? <laughs> okay, so that's what I'm curious about. Basically, his last game was um, Metal Gear Solid 4. Mm-hmm. And then, no. was, or did he work on Metal Gear Solid 5? Yeah, his name was on the box, and then they took his name off. Okay, there so, was the whole controversy, everybody writing. So Okay, so what, like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. What happened? Did he finish the game, and he was like, look, I just don't want to be a part of Konami anymore. I want to do my own thing kind of thing. Or were they? did they fire him? Like, or does nobody know? It, nobody knows whether they were like, I, I don't know, because, like, he was working on Silent Hills also. Yes. And there was the whole thing where, like, they were saying, oh, your guys' budget's too big and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, Kojima has left Konami, and I don't think it was him leaving. I think they pushed him away and were like, we can't afford you. We don't want you anymore. Go away. Yeah, because I know but, Del, the director Del Tora and the guy um, from Walking Dead who played Daryl, his name escapes me right now, it's something Reeves. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Um, they are still on board with trying to make that Silent Hill game. They thought it was a great idea. So, like, I don't know. It's just... That's just so weird, but I, to push like to push that would be like that'd be like Nintendo out of nowhere. Like Legend of Z- the new Legend of Zelda game comes out and is amazing, and they're all like, "Oh, Miyamoto, yeah, get the fuck out of Nintendo now! Like you're worthless to us." You know, kind of. It's it just seems like someone who was such a big part of your company, and you just kind of you know get rid of them. I feel like there was some kind of big argument that nobody knows about except for them, mm-hmm. and then they were just like, "You know what? We're just gonna get our lawyers just to be safe." Because he has so much power. I mean, he's Kojima. Well, he yeah. He is Metal Gear. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, look, if it was a guy who's producing crap games after one of another, then yeah, get rid of the guy. But it, it, this guy's uh, projects have n- been nothing short than, like, genius, you know, half the time. And he always implements something new in Metal Gear Solid. I mean, this was like the first Metal Gear Solid game that was open world. Mm-hmm. So it's like I I just don't know. It's just it's so weird. It's so weird that you could have this much hate mong role throughout the entire like gaming community where it's all like we're here to make entertainment and stories and bring things to life and stuff like that. It's like no, we need the money. Well, Konami's feeling the hurt now because nobody wants to buy anything from them. I don't even want to. If they make a new Silent Hill, maybe I'll wait till it's on clearance, but I'm not buying anything from Konami anymore. Yeah, it's kind of sad, too, because it's like I want to play the new Metal Gear Solid game, which I'll probably get that if uh, Kojima had, uh, you know, he worked on it. So I'll be like, that would be like the last, like, I'll give him my money, but fuck you guys. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know anything else after that that I would want to play, which is kind of crappy because they do make some really good games. Yeah, just the the bitch move of removing his name and not allowing him to accept his own awards. That's just sad. That's like high school stuff. Yeah, so uh, what he should have done is just built a robot. Yeah, and just sent it there and have like a... I I have Konami too. It uh, kills you a long time. Um, (laughs) I did want to play Silent Hills though. I mean, there hasn't been a good Silent Hills game in a while. I played... uh, What was the recent one for Xbox 360? Oh, was that the no? Was it yeah? Was was that the home one or like Silent Hill? It was after Homecoming. It wasn't like the room or the cube or something like that. There was a weird one where it was just like you were in a room. Oh, uh, Silent Hill: The Room. That was for Xbox Original. Silent oh, okay. Hill: Downpour. That's what it is. Okay. Downpour. Okay. It's it's really, really had, good. Wait, it was really I'm silent. I'm right at the end at the last bo- boss battle, but he's so OP. Like you have to like 
hit him a couple of times and run around in a circle, hit him a couple. And you just got to keep doing that until you beat him. So, so wait a minute, wait a minute. There was a Silent Hill called Silent Hill The Room. Yeah. Was it based off of the movie The Room? <laughs> no. Oh, hi, no. Donnie. <laughs> I did not. The... I did not shoot her. I did not. That's bullshit. Oh, hi, demon. Actually, kind of. I <laughs> Uh, I want to, I want to see that now. I want, somebody needs to make, uh, I gotta get, I really gotta start making videos and stuff of like that. I gotta make a, the room Silent Hill one where it's like Tommy was so, uh. Yeah. No, Silent Hill was, um, they wanted to mess with people and see how you would react to being stuck inside of a room with no way out. Mm. But obviously when it trans, just transitions over to the creepy Silent Hill you find ways to get out, but it's like a whole giant mind game because you're out, but you're not out. Ah, and it's like the longer you stay in the room and not like trying to figure out how to get out, the more chances of like ghosts and demons entering into your apartment and trying to kill you. So you had to like collect these candles along your way to like prevent them from coming through the walls and stuff. Huh. It was creepy. All of the games are creepy. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I actually, I, I kind of want them to remake, like re, not remake, but like maybe re-enhance the very first one. Um, because I remember when it, I first saw the trailer to the first one, I, like literally the trailer ended, and I think I was watching it with my buddy Pat, and we were like in high school, and we we're just like, I have no words for this. Like this was like beyond fucked up. Like what the fuck? Like they, they did kind of remaster it. Um, that Silent Hill for the Wii. Uh, Shattered Memories. Oh, that's what it was called. That was actually a retelling of the first one. Oh, it's all the know. same characters from the first one in the same area. I didn't even know the first one. Uh, I didn't even know they did that for the Wii. Because that was what I loved about uh, when they did that for the GameCube with Resident Evil. Like I never got a chance to play Resident Evil until like like the original one until like that version. So and I know they just redid them again for the new consoles. I think they're doing working on number two now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so. Yeah. They did uh, Shattered Memories for PlayStation 2. They did it for PC, obviously. And then I remember they ported it over to Wii. And I hated it on the Wii because, like, they showed you literally where, like, hey, I got to go find this key. And there'd be an arrow where the key was. And I'm like, what? No. Oh, that's not yeah. how this works. That's always fun. So, But, yeah, that's that's just weird that they wouldn't let, uh, you know, this guy, like, pretty much collect his awards after probably. And guaranteed, he probably made that company to what they are today. Pretty much. I mean, now that he's got his own company, I'm, I think they're scared. And they probably – well, they should – and this is the stupid part. Like, okay, if someone's like, hey, I want to make my own company, uh, I'm thinking of leaving the business. It's like you always leave on good terms because you never know, like, at certain point, like, he could be, they could be like, hey, uh, we're like, you know, people from, uh, you know, another company would be like, hey, I'm looking for work or whatnot. And he could be like, oh, yeah, no, I have this really good guy. He's going to be leaving soon. I'll, I'll, I'll give him your resume and stuff. I mean, that's the whole point. That's what I liked about the thing that happened with the Bioshock. Um, mm -hmm. the guy, you know, he basically is like, yeah, I don't want to do these, I don't want to do them anymore, but the, you know, the company can and stuff like that. He's like, but I'm going to go scale down my, my operation to do like more like indie kind of games and smaller budget games and stuff like that. But instead of laying off everybody, they literally had like a job fair that day. And he was sitting there going like, oh, you need the guy for this? Oh, here's his resume. He's perfect for this kind of stuff. So basically he was able to keep his small team but find his rest of his company, like everyone get a job and stuff like that because of all networking. It wasn't all like, well, I'm doing my own thing, so I'm fine. Bye, you know, kind of thing. So it just, it just seems mm -hmm. weird that like it's the same thing we say with podcasting. It's all like you got to network. Don't be the I'm the best podcast in the world because guess what? The Internet's huge. So exactly. you talking about you Kevin Levine? Who? Yeah. Kevin Levine. 
what, he said the Bioshock dude. It's Kevin oh, Levine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, who's Kevin Levine? <laughs> <laughs> who's Kevin Levine? What? <laughs> Matthew, quit making up names. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know how, like, he basically scaled down his uh, his operation to do his own thing, but then he didn't, like, screw everybody. So I, we were just talking about how um, Konami's getting scared because, you know, the one guy pretty much, la- like, they kicked him out. I'm, get, you know, pretty sure that Raven was saying. And then he's, you know, he's got his own company in the works. So it's like... Well, it, it was kind of interesting. I'm sure you guys saw that, like, the Game Awards were on the other day, and um, Konami didn't let um, didn't let him attend the Game Awards. They, like, told him he was blacklisted, um, which is completely bogus. <laughs> like, I, it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and then uh, I didn't really read the article, but um, I know you guys posted it on the Arcade Bros um, Facebook page. I guess there was a they won an award like back in Tokyo or something like that, and he wasn't even allowed to go and receive the award there. They had to send some representative from Konami. Yeah, so that's it's like it's totally bogus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that kind of stuff. Um, oh yeah, that's the one thing uh, we'll talk. Actually, let's get more into the some of the news. I totally forgot about uh, one thing I do want to bring up, but we'll, since we're on video game awards and stuff of like that, so of course during the video game awards, it's almost like. It's like a second E3 kind of, but like a smaller version of E3 where they kind of show you stuff that's coming out and things like that. I know they've been well known to show you basically it was a big Sony jumping up point because uh, usually every year I remember Sony showing you the next Uncharted game uh, that'd be coming out. Uh, this year it looks like Telltale had a couple announcements uh, during the um, during the game so uh, or during the show. So one of them was um, Telltale Games is doing a Batman. Yeah. Which I'm blown away because I love the Tall Tale games. Um, Me too. I'm super. And Batman. <laughs> yeah, and Batman. They put two of my two favorite things together. Um, and then it looks like they're doing a Walking Dead with Michonne. Yep. It looks. I don't know if you guys have saw seen the trailer, but it looks amazing. I think we're gonna find out more about like her kids or her kid and the two guys that she was with. Yeah, it looks really rad. Um, supposedly it's only like a three episode um, little arc. But uh, yeah, it looks it looks really really cool. I'm super pumped for that as well. So it was really funny because I was talking to somebody at work where they're like, yeah, so I got the Walking Dead game for free, like by the Telltale. She's like, oh, the game is so horrible. I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking Jeez. about? And she's like, I don't what do you think mean? She's into those types of games. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, I go, I go. This, I go. The storytelling in that is amazing, and having to make those split second decisions, like when you first play those games. Like, I was like, oh, like, I thought I could save everybody, and I was sadly mistaken, and then you realize, like, somebody you saved, and then halfway through the game, you're like, why did I save this person? This person has been nothing but hurting my entire, like, team and everything like that, so then you're, like, happy when they die. You're like, yes! Um, Whereas I had the opposite. <laughs> so, it, it all depends, but yeah, absolutely. I haven't played the other ones. Like, I still want to play Wolf Among Us. I'm working on, uh, actually, I could get my PlayStation Plus membership uh, renewed. Because I have the second season of The Walking Dead, but I can't play it unless you have PlayStation Plus because it was free. Um, So I got to get that back again. But again, playing that, and I'm not even first through the first episode of season two, and already I'm just like, can't Clementine catch a break? What is this? No woman can catch a break in video games anymore. This is horrible. Um, She's gonna grow up to be a tough ass-kicking, Tomb Raider-esque woman. <laughs> yeah, um, well, yeah, especially with the shit she gets put through. But yeah, and then uh, Tales of Borderland is another one. So yeah, I'm looking forward to more uh, Telltale games. Uh, I'm just curious, like, what do you guys think, speculation-wise, what the uh, Batman's going to be? Oh, 
I don't even know. It's definitely can't be his origin story because that's set in stone. No, yeah. Well, I really hope they don't do another retelling of the, you know, like, it's like, look, I know where Batman came from. And it's a tragic story and everything like that, but we all know. Uh, yeah, his parents uh, died. Boo-hoo. Sorry. We get it. Uh, <laughs> I'm wondering if it's going to be, I'm kind of hoping they do like an implement of like something like, uh, what's it called? Uh, something like the comic series with uh, uh, like the Long Halloween or um, Hush where it was more like it, there's like action in the comic, but it's more like detective work where he's trying to figure something out. Um, I'm sure they, if, if they do that, then they can make even more Batman Telltale games. They'd have Batman games forever if they did it that way. Well, that's what I'm saying because just how like I'm like you're going to have like those action sequences. So, you know, you'll hit the button, you'll do this, you'll do that and some cool like things. But I really hope they do a lot of more like maybe they'll do like a big like time like detective kind of like story like and with all the characters at your disposal. I mean, like you can make so much like so many good stories with that. So um, unless they really go off the rails and they're just all like it's an 8-bit Batman game. I've totally been holding in a lame joke that I just realized. Oh, yeah. If they put Val Kilmer, they'll definitely have Batman forever. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's the other thing I'm curious about. Do you think Kevin Conroy is going to come back and do the voice of Batman? Uh, I'm sure they will. I mean, they seem to have original voices for all the other games. And now I'm so... also curious if, uh, since this Tall Tale Games is probably different from Arkham Games, uh, as, you, as I would say, like different Earths, probably, um, do you think they'll bring Mark Hamill back to voice the Joker or bring somebody new in? Oh, I hope they do. I'm gonna look it up. Because I know, I know, I know. Mark Hamill basically he is doing the voice of the Joker in the Killing Joke animated series, or not the animated series, but the animated movie. That's the adaptation from the graphic novel, which I know he said that would be his swan song uh, to actually go off on with the Joker. But I, I'm pretty sure they got to have something because it did say 2016. This game is supposed to be coming out, or at least the yeah. first episode. Uh, it doesn't seem to have it on the IMDb page, but they could just be keeping it hush hush. I mean, he was in Arkham Knight. Yes, he was. Which I saw the. I'm almost done with that game. I'm just going through and trying to get all the Riddler stuff because I want the real ending. Um, actually, you know yeah. what? You know, what I'd be really cool for the Telltale game. What if they did it like the old, like the animated series look? Oh, that would be so cool, and it'd be very noir and. Yeah, <sighs> that would work out so perfect. I think. Now I really want this game to come out. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. But of course, then, like with our speculations, they'll be like totally different style and totally different people. What if, what if they really just <laughs> threw it? What if they really threw it for the loop and they and they showed you all this kind of like noir stuff, and then all of a sudden, when it comes out, it's all like the Batman, the Telltale Batman game, nineteen sixty six. Or it's done Batman Beyond style. <laughs> oh, actually, I would not have a problem with that. Yeah, because I did like the Batman not... Beyond cartoon. But that's not Batman. That's Terry McGinnis. <laughs> but it is. It is true. So, um, but yeah, we'll we'll see the speculations, and everything like that. And then another preview that came out. Now I got I got to finish the fourth one because I absolutely love the third one. But uh, Cry, uh, Far Cry Primal. Yeah. Oh yeah, that looks super cool. It looks pretty rad. And um, the world premiere that they showed, um, you can actually have a beast uh, be your companion. They showed um, Saber Two Tiger. There was a wolf. Uh, you can actually have a bear companion, and then they showed a clip where it looks like you can you can befriend like an owl and have like aerial attacks and things like that, and you can send them out and maybe scout like a far off area and you know get a better perspective of probably a settlement or something like that that you can go and liberate. So uh, it looks it looks pretty cool, and it's supposedly coming out in February, 
which is pretty soon. So I'm curious uh, if it's going to get delayed at all. Uh, yeah, I don't know, because Far Cry, I mean, they came out like, let's see, Far Cry, let's put it this way. Far Cry did the first one, the second one, and they did like a like a mini one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden there was like no Far Cry for like ever. And then Far Cry 3 kind of came out of nowhere, uh, to me at least. Like, I don't know if there was any announcements or whatnot. I just remember seeing, like, a preview for it going like, oh, yeah, I remember the Far Cry games. Like, I think I only played, like, I think I have the first one and played a little bit of it. And I was like, oh, yeah. And when I was watching, I'm like, this actually seems pretty cool. So I picked it up. And it was like, as soon as I beat that one, it was all, like, Far Cry 4, like, out of nowhere. Like, that just dropped, like... Blood Dragon. Yeah, and then the Blood Dragon one afterwards. So it was just like... You know, these games just kind of dropped out of nowhere. So I I don't know, UBI Software, because they, they do the, the Far Cry games along with the Assassin's Creed games, they seem to, like, have a, a system down to get games out. So even though it does say February, it might actually come out in February because they're like, yeah, we have, like, 18 different teams working on shit, man. So explain to me, as someone who has never played any of the Far Cry games, I've seen them, they look cool, what is it like? Um, So open world... Um, basically, it's not like you can go and do any, well, you can do anything you want, but it's more, I mean, the stories are cool. Um, it's really just about exploration. You can hunt, uh, you go to like, uh, different towns and stuff and liberate them. So that way, uh, you know, it, there's not like a lot of enemies attacking you or you get like friendlies that can defend kind of like in, in fallout four where you're, you're building your settlements and, you know, having your people defend, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, Matt. Steve, go ahead and tag, you know, tag in. Okay. Uh, basically, I will say this. Far Cry, uh, the Far Cry series, basically, you can jump into any one because they're all different stories. Okay, good. So you don't have to worry about a storyline or whatnot because literally, like, I never played the second one and jumped into the third one. And they all take place with, like, there's different stories going on with these people. So, and then you just kind of play through their game. But, yeah, it's like a first-person kind of, like, RPG where uh, you level up every time you kill stuff. You can craft things. You can build better weapons, get better weapons, and stuff like that. And it's just basically like a crazy-ass storyline that's whatever is going on in, in the one. Because I think like the third one, it's like you just like on spring break and you end up on this yeah. crazy island with a bunch of slavers. And yeah. uh, just a bunch of crazy shit goes down. And basically like your brother who's in the military, which I was all like, oh, this is who you're going to play as. He gets like killed off right away. So you're like the second oldest and you're like you have to pretty much man up and like destroy this entire like, you know, island of these fucking, you know, savages and stuff like that. So uh, that's what I thought was kind of cool. And then jumping into the fourth one, you know, completely different storyline. But they do have intriguing things, but it's all about like leveling up, RPGing, uh, you know, like crafting things, hunting stuff, uh, you know, again, like, oh, I need like this many skins. So it's just really intense. It's just very open, like for their world. Like you can pretty much do what you want, but you also want to pick and choose because you might run into like, uh, like I ran into a rhinoceros in the fourth one and I'm all like, I don't have weapons to fight this thing yet. So yeah. I was like, run away. So it's uh it's kinda interesting and cool. So yeah, like basically if you were like you could basically just get primal and just play that and not even have to worry about because the storylines don't really connect. So I'll probably check it out after Fallout because I feel like my whole life is devoted to Fallout right now. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, no I'd recommend if you want if you are thinking about jumping into one, I really enjoyed three. Um mm-hmm. there's some there's some really cool gaming moments in that game. Um, you know, I don't want to give too much away about it, but there's, there's this particular mission where you have to go and destroy all these, um, like, uh, marijuana fields and nice. <laughs> like you get like a flamethrower and like, you you know, what, I guess whatever direction you go into the area, like I went over this hill crest and all of a sudden like this, this, um, song came on and I just felt like a complete badass. It was like, it was, it was so cool. It was a very, very cool gaming moment. So, um, nice. and that's in Far Cry 3. 
was it kind of like Sam, that episode in Samurai Champloo where they accidentally uh, set the marijuana fields on fire and everybody's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, it's a little bit like that because your character does kind of get like this kind of funky, like your screen kind of gets a little hazy while you're doing stuff and your like coordination's a little off, so you're kind of like, hey, this is kind of fun. But actually, yeah, what Matthew said, like, yeah, if you if you've never played a Far Cry game, I'd say your best one to jump into is three. I absolutely love three. I thought it was a great storyline. And just just loads of fun, just everything you could do with it. So especially like when the fourth one came out, like I absolutely like the fourth one, but I still have to play more of it. So yeah, uh, I, haven't, I haven't completed the fourth one. Okay. But yeah, so yeah, that's what I liked about the Far Cry games. If you can pretty much jump into any one and just pick it up. But I feel like the third one is probably the best, just because they finally got their mechanics down. Because I went back to play the first one, and I'm like, ah, these are horrible controls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but let's see, uh, what else is there? Um, so, okay, so holiday sales, uh, we have more of those, or do we want to jump into the Xbox free games of the month? Uh, we could do a touch quick on the Xbox free games of the month. Um, if you had already gotten the last free game of the month for the, I think it was released on the 15th, that one's still free. I like how they do that. They kind of like stagger them. Yeah, so yeah it carries over. Them. I think the game's, uh, Night Squad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. looking it up right now. Yeah, I think so it was, many games. Yeah, it was Knights. <laughs> yeah, it was Knights Squad, and then I think uh, the one they just released was uh, right now is um, the Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. uh, I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet, but it looks like uh, kind of a, a top-down um, adventure game, kind of in the style of Diablo. Yeah, I actually I downloaded it as well because I almost forgot about Night Squad. I was like, oh shit, I gotta download that, you know. Um, and I know Thief is coming out at the end of the year. Again? Uh, for the Xbox One. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Totally Which, again, now it's coming down to where I own some of these games. So it's come, like basically I just download them again because all my saved data. And then I was like, well, if I want to get rid of these games, I can. And yeah. I still have them. So, yes. um, Except I didn't do that with Raymond Legends. You missed that one? Well, I have it, but I never. that's why I just didn't download it. I'm like, I own it. And then now in retrospect, I was like, yeah, I could probably make some money. Um I think I did the same thing. I own, I own the disc version, but um, I don't believe. Uh, no, I take that back. I have the digital version. Which is really. The first day I got my Xbox One, I, I downloaded it. Yeah. And then actually, that was really funny. That's what's true with Destiny. Since I did the digital version and then I ended up getting the, the Taken King thing, like I can still play the game with no disc because it's just registered as the thing. So I basically have a disc copy of Destiny, but no yeah. DLC with it. So. Destiny. I have a disc copy, but my, my Xbox One is a little faulty. We have to, like, put another game box underneath so that it's slightly angled for it to read games. What? Otherwise, if it's, if it's flat, it won't read games. That's uh, crazy. Uh, did you... Yeah, I think... I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I might want to get that looked at. <laughs> I know, but I'm playing Fallout 4. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to keep my Xbox for like a month and I won't get to play. <laughs> yeah, they probably ask you too. They're like, what games are you playing? If you're like, oh, I'm just playing like, you know, some like, uh, you know, I'm just playing some games from last year, you know? They're like, okay, Xbox comes back in a day. It's like, what are you playing? Fallout 4? They're like, ah, fuck yeah. We're keeping this for a month. <laughs> um, no, I don't I'm think. Looking I at this, I'm looking at this Van Helsing game. It looks ridiculously awesome. I'm glad I downloaded it. Yeah, that's one of the thing I like uh, with those kind of free things. And it's so weird. Like, I'm not trying to be, like, the Xbox fanboy, uh, but I feel like Xbox has been giving you better games for the free than PlayStation has. 
Yeah, I haven't even looked at what the PlayStation games are anymore. Because, like, PlayStation 4, I think the only one that I got that I thought was awesome, but then also was kind of a kick in the face, was I was like, oh, uh, Season 2 of The Walking Dead from Tall Tales. I'm like, I played the first one, uh, but I haven't played the second one. But then it has that whole, like, transfer your data over. And I'm all like, well, this sucks, because my data's on my Xbox 360. So any choices I made don't matter. Okay, cool. Um... But yeah, and then I, they did... I don't know if they're still doing it. They had that thing where you could vote for games. I don't think they're doing that anymore. That what, play, uh, PlayStation Network was? Yeah. I think that dropped off after the first month because literally it was three games you could choose from. And one was like this called like Zombie Viking something. And it looked really cool. Like it was like a side scroller, like beat em up. I'm like, oh, you play up to four players. The art style was really cool. So I'm like, I'm voting for that. And the one that won was like Grow Home or something like that with some stupid robot thing. And everyone's like, oh, this is such a great game. The game is shit. <laughs> it looks like it looks basically it looks like I'm like, oh, hey, this is PlayStation one graphics on a PlayStation four. What the fuck? Oh, and the story. Oh, the storyline shit. Oh, that's great. I'm so this is why it's free. In fact, you guys should pay me for downloading this piece of garbage. Yeah. Well, the lineup for PlayStation this month is uh, Walking Dead season two still. OK. Magicka two, Mass Effect two, Beyond Good and Evil, Dragon Fin Soup and Invisimals. Okay, so I think the uh, what's it called? I think the Beyond Good and Evil and Mass Effect Two. I think those are for PlayStation Three. Yeah, yeah, those are for PlayStation Three. Everything else was uh, PS4 or PS and Vita. the Dragonfin Soup was for also for Vita. Yeah, so I think I already got the games for this month for PlayStation, and that's the other problem. Like Xbox does that cool thing where they like release like here's the first half of the month and here's the second half of the month. PlayStation is just like the first Tuesday of the month, and it's just those two games. Yeah, don't bug us. Play these games. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but that's what the, I have a feeling. Like, I'm not, like, I know a lot of people love Play. And look, don't get me wrong. I love PlayStation. I thought PlayStation was a great console with PlayStation 2. But I think they really lost their way after PlayStation 3. PlayStation 4, they're trying to make a comeback. But I still feel like they're making really stupid decisions. So everyone who keeps saying, like, PlayStation is so much better than Xbox. First off, like we said, get off your fucking high horse. Every console is exactly the same, people. Guess what? It doesn't matter. We know PC is the best unless you have the money to upgrade that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Some, I'm basically still with the PlayStation 4. I'm like, I'm still waiting to be impressed. Like Xbox, I've been blown away with just because I think they're doing great with their updates. They're keeping things up. And then again, with Black Friday, PlayStation Network went down. Somebody hacked it. I'm all like, why are we giving you money? That was the whole point of PlayStation Plus. We paid you money so you could have security. How many times has Xbox been hacked? Oh, zero? Yes. <laughs> one no 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 once it's been once. hacked once <laughs> i remember that one time it was uh 360 i think it was around the holidays too it was right after they did the playstation 3 but then after that microsoft was like nope we're gonna change everything and now you have to do passwords for everything <laughs> hey it's a little inconvenient but it works but it's just like that's what i just don't get so i'm like playstation all i'm saying is get your shit together especially with your backwards compatible crap right now i'm like i'm not rebuying games yeah here's their lineup for this month uh, for PlayStation 3, Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, PS, PS Vita, Freedom Wars. I have no idea what that game is. No one does. PS4, Gauntlet Slayer Edition. Sounds cool. I okay. love Gauntlet. Yeah, Gauntlet's a fun series. PS4, King's Quest, Chapter 1, A Night to Remember. Uh, PS Vita, Rocket Birds, Hard, Boro Hard Boiled Chicken. What? <laughs> and uh, PS3, uh, SSX Tricky. Yeah, that was a fun game. I have to. Okay, well, hopefully, uh, when, by the time 
this before the end of this month for Christmas, I'll probably renew my subscription to PlayStation Plus because I can't even play my Destiny now with it because that's I'm like I don't have Plus uh, so, yeah. on the PlayStation. So I told my brother that and I was all like, ah, unless you want to get me PlayStation membership, but um, yeah, our roommate Mark plays the crap out of Destiny. He's level forty plus like whatever that sub level thing is. It's like two hundred plus or something. I'm like level twelve in Destiny. I barely played, so I have no idea. <laughs> I've got a I've got to jump back in, but um, yeah, I, I took a little break because Fallout came out and said, "Sorry, buddy." <laughs> yeah. yeah no. If you guys want to do a Destiny party, we could try. I could try. <laughs> yeah, I think I have <laughs> yeah, two. Let's see, because uh, I have one character that's level forty, and then I think I have two at level twenty-three or twenty-four, something like that. I forget, but yeah, I think I think my hunter is around that, around twenty-five, but possibly. I actually hopefully will soon or this weekend I, I'm going to write a review of it's going to be called my love hate relationship with Destiny because I'm going to talk about it when it first came out and then mm-hmm. now with the update so uh, that should be a review that hopefully will go up next week. Uh, you can look on the fantastic page. Oh, by the way, Raven, that was awesome with the uh, the cover sheet for or the cover of the Arcade Bros for the holiday season. I thought that was just, uh, you're like, hey, I updated the thing for the holiday. I'm like, I did not even think of doing stuff like this. I'm just all like, okay, this is why I, I'm glad you decided to join the Because ca- you'll do, hey, I did this. I'm like, great. That's, I would have not even thought about doing that. Sometimes I think, oh, maybe I should ask him first. But then I'm like, I'm just going to do it. No, no, you know what? No, you know what? Just do it. The worst thing yeah. I'm going to do is say no, but that's highly unlikely. Yeah, I mean, I could put tits up there and you'd be perfectly fine. For sure. Actually, you could literally just be like, Arcade Bros. And you're like, I designed everything to look like dicks. And I'm like, <laughs> that's valid. That's fine. <laughs> Side tangent. There's a cake uh, based off an anime in Japan. It looks like a dick. It's like it's got the little character behind these two round things. And then the cake is phallic and goes up. Love Japan. Japan. Oh, we put dicks on everything. Um, literally. Yeah, they literally do. <laughs> so, um, okay, so what is this? Namco Hooters Arcade? Yeah, they're bringing tits and going back to tits. <laughs> they're bringing tits and arcade games together. That is awesome. You can get your, you know, buffalo shrimp and you can lounge with your buddy. It's kind of like, um, like Dave and Buster's, but like only adults. I mean, I'm sure you could bring kids, but. Well, who wants to bring their kids to Hooters unless they heck, have I don't even like rate. kids at Dave and Buster's. That's why I got to try that Endgame bar here in Tempe. Yeah, I got to try that too. I haven't tried it. I have to. We'll have to go there when I, whenever I'm out there. Well, actually, what yeah. I wanted to do, if we could actually check it out and see how it was, I was gonna see, like, maybe even talk with them, be like, hey, do you guys ever do like a thing? Maybe even try to do an arcade like live show there or something like that. That'd be cool. That would be cool. But we'll see, because I'm like, hey, it's adults, beer, drinking, video games, why not? Um, but yeah, anyways. But yeah, so Namco and Hooters. So is it just going to be Namco arcade games, or are they still like in the works with all the details? I, they're still trying to figure out all the details, um, but Namco has a crap ton of arcades. Yeah. I mean, they've even got like your regular basketball and ski ball and stuff. There's some arcades out here in California where we go, and it's like all Namco games, and we're like, "Oh, that's cool." Oh, very cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no shortage of games <laughs> or boobs. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, and yes. <laughs> yeah, where could you go wrong? Um, huh? Okay. Oh, there but it's it is. only in Tokyo. Sad. 
Um, but, uh, oh yeah, so uh, two last stories I wanted to bring up because I totally forgot when we were talking about premieres and stuff like that. So apparently Psycho uh, Knots 2. Yep. They're going to be making. Mm, yeah. Did anyone play the first one? I played a little bit of it, but I watched my friend beat it. That's why I haven't finished it. So I it's think it's like a cult following. Oh yeah, it really does. And it's it's funny because they're going back with like uh you know crowdfunding and stuff like that to do it. So um, I think it was by the same yeah the double fine everybody, double fine. which I think is so weird that they always have to. I guessing maybe if they crowdfund it, they can probably have more control over it. Because usually every time Double Fine pretty much does a game, uh, it's pretty successful. Yeah, you know what's funny is um, they had a some months before I was pregnant, Double Fine did a art show at, up in Los Angeles, and it was all just like Psychonauts artwork and stuff. I think it was a tribute to Psychonauts. It was so cool. I wish you could have been there. Uh, and all the creators and all the designers and stuff from Double Fine were there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I mean, because I think like well. The, the one game I was playing that I didn't ever finish it, but I actually really enjoyed it, and I think a lot of people I don't know if it did very well or whatnot, but that uh, Brutal Legends. That game was so cool. Oh my gosh, I wish I was better at um, at uh, RTS games. <laughs> yeah, like I I like the idea, I like the concept. I think the voice acting with Jack Black was fantastic. The script was just funny. Like it was just a great like idea and stuff of like that. I was kind of really hoping. I'm like I kind of hope they would do another one. Yeah. All the rock jokes and stuff, yeah. the emo girls. <laughs> yeah, like all the yeah, I just thought everything was just pretty funny with that game. But yeah, Double Fine seems to pretty do pretty good with all their um stuff. So with um Tim Schafer came out on stage during the game awards to uh, talk about Psychonauts a little bit. So um their their Kickstarter, they're not going through Indiegogo or you know, Kickstarter.com. They actually kind of created their own. It's called Fig. And the kind of difference between Fig and the other ones is you can invest in the game and you actually get a share of the profits. Oh. So if the game does very well, then you're going to make a lot more money than, you know, if it wasn't so great. So um, that's kind of cool. I, I'm kind of interested to, to look into it and see kind of what the logistics behind that are. Um, but I think it, depending on how it goes, we could see a new, uh, a new avenue go through uh, game development that way for people to get some... Uh, some kickback money you know what i actually i actually kind of like that idea because there's sometimes where there's like a game in development or they hear the talks and i mean we've seen this many of times especially if you read nintendo power or any kind of gaming magazine back in the day where you would see something being made and then all of a sudden the project gets scrapped canceled mm -hmm. and you're kind of like this would have been a really good idea that's actually i was kind of happy with the uh friday the 13th game got its funding and everything like that because i thought that was a really smart idea and especially with the the multiplayer that it is right now it's a great avenue so yeah something like this where you just feel like so like hey this is a great idea i'm gonna invest money in it and if it does really well you kind of get something back yeah it's kind of cool it's also it's also better because then it's like they don't have to worry about paying kickstarter because every time you do a kickstarter you got to pay kickstarter they got to make their money too mm -hmm. right but it's like no we need all this money for the game not you guys right. we don't care about you guys <laughs> yeah so i do like that idea i think that's really cool so again double fine you're double fine ding <laughs> So fine. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, so this is the last thing I want to talk about because I saw this and I think it's a kick-ass idea. I just don't know how much money it's going to be. But uh, uh, let's see. I guess a petition, Sega of America, to design and release a Sega Dreamcast limited edition console. Uh, basically, it looks like it's going to be called the Dreamcast 2. It's a brand new looking console. Uh, it looks pretty actually slick looking. 
Yeah. Um, looks like it's going to be wireless controllers. It's got the USB ports and stuff, but it looks like it's going to be pretty much kind of just playing old school, all the old uh, Dreamcast games, but with HD, you know, uh, compatibility, Wi-Fi, you know, wireless and stuff like that. Um, a 500 gigabyte hard drive and stuff. So um, I think it's a great idea. The only problem is I don't know, like it's going to be a limited edition. Don't know what how much it's going to cost. And I don't know if it's just going just to me be even worth it just to be like, yeah, this is really cool, but it costs this much money. I should just go buy a used Dreamcast from a, another gaming store for cheaper and just buy all the games for the same price. I'm going to put a damper on your happiness. Oh, uh, this is not true. All, all you're paying for is a mini PC with the word Sega on it. Because all it does is emulate the game. Oh, it's just an emulator. <laughs> oh, okay. So, like, you might as well just get a laptop, get a PC, whatever you want to get, and just get a Sega sticker and put it on there and emulate <laughs> your own game. Well, then that's a fun. Well, then I'll... I mean, the controller looks cool. Yeah, let's go get the controller because it's Bluetooth. Like, yeah. that, they should have said, hey, for the anniversary, we're releasing this limited edition Sega controller. Yeah. No, it doesn't seem worth it. No, it really doesn't now that you mentioned that. But now I figure, like, well, now I'm just go. Well, I basically now I'm just gonna go and buy a normal Dreamcast, probably from a gaming store, because I forgot how much I like that system. So yeah, they're like what forty, sixty bucks. Yeah, probably yeah, even I'd, less than I'd that. Say, so I liked Dreamcast too. I thought it was. I, that's the thing. I thought that was like. It was a good system. That's why I felt bad that that was the last system Sega was able to produce. Because it's like I think Saturn just kind of fucked them big time. Yeah. Well, and they kind of messed up with, like, a crap ton of games. Alien. <clears throat> Alien. <laughs> well, actually, technically, I think the problem is, is what they were... Sony got into a weird competition with Nintendo, like most gaming mm -hmm. companies do. But I think their biggest problem was they came out with the Sega Genesis, which actually was, like, a, one of their best systems, you know, before the Dreamcast came out. Like, really good. Just great games, great platforms. They even had their own, like, Sega Genesis sound, like, even with the games, like, when they play. Like, you would hear that music, and you know it was Sega Genesis. Sega. Or whatnot. And then they did the whole like, hey, we're going to do a uh, uh, Sega CD. And you're like, okay, CDs are the new thing. Horrible thing. It just <laughs> attaches to the console. And they're like, oh, make it a 32X. And then you put, basically, I think the angry video game nerd said it best where he's just like, look, it's like tumors that are latched on to the Sega Genesis, just psyching, sucking the life force out of this. And then they were like, oh, we're doing the Saturn, but they didn't know if the Saturn was going to come out in time. So they actually had a console in between called the Neptune that they ended up scrapping oh, yeah. that was going to come out to be, and it's all like, really? And then they made the Saturn, which just didn't do well. And then finally Dreamcast came out, and Dreamcast came out at a time where I think it was, if it was released probably a year earlier, Sega might still be making consoles? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it had the internet connectivity, you could play with other people, even though it was dial-up at the time. <laughs> But yeah, they, I mean, they were ahead of their time, but I mean, it's still, like I was saying, like all the games that they had for it, it felt like you had your own mini arcade game, it, like system yeah. at home. It was kind of cool. It was almost like a, it was a cheaper version of the Neo Geo. Yeah. Although Neo Geo was awesome. No, it was the <laughs> shit, but those games are freaking huge. Um, but yeah, so, well, so glorified PC. Well, no, thank you, Sega. You're not getting any more of my money. <laughs> Yeah, I made the mistake of buying Alien vs. Predator, and I'm good. Especially since they broke my collector's facehugger, so screw them. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, all the packages, they used some cheap something. I don't even know what the material for the facehuggers was. 
but the way that they had it was that the tail tucked in and then the arms kind of held the tail in and then you saw the face hugger from the little bubble thing and then the game was underneath the game case is cool it's a metal case but uh because it was cheap and it was putting all that pressure on the tail the tail just broke apart during shipping and everybody's you know you can probably find like one or two that aren't broken oh that's that's a bummer yeah and if you open it i'm sure the tail will break on impact (laughs) uh my poor face hugger that's that yeah that really (laughs) sucks um but actually before uh before we wrap up the this episode of arcade bros um i actually i want to dive a little bit into fallout 4 just uh because raven you are uh, such a higher level and probably have done more uh how many how many power suits are there i only thought there was one there, <laughs> I have like 12. Are you serious? <laughs> there are so many. I've, I saw somebody made a shrine to power armor, and I think there were like 20 plus power armors in that little room shrine that they built. Oh, wow. Um, I think it's infinite because you can pick up from people who, you know, who are already wearing it, and then you can go to the stores and you can pick up the power suit base so that you can take the pieces and put the pieces on that armor. Oh, okay. And of course, you can swap out pieces and move things around and stuff. But, I mean, there's one underwater that somebody found. Um, I found one in a train and in random places. I, I think the it's infinite. Okay, I just wasn't sure because literally I thought there was just the, – the, they gave you the one in the very beginning, and I thought, like, okay, you're going to find pieces and customize it to what you want to do. And then I, I keep seeing things online where people are like, I have, like, 12 power armors. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, I have one, and I don't even have an energy pack, so I can't even use it right now. Yeah, and then when you go to – when you sign up with the Brotherhood of Steel, they give you one too, the T-60. Ah. That, that one's the best one so far. Okay, I gotta. I really got to play some more Fallout or whatnot. That and then uh, fusion cores. I, I used to think that fusion cores were finite because I read some kind of article where people were like, "Yeah, don't use up your fusion cores because you can't really find them." I've been finding them left and right, dead bodies, looting okay. stores. Like it's you're good. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, the one thing. So I, I did. I have to upload the video on the website. I forgot how to do that, but. Uh, uh, I, I, I shut the. Uh, did you see the video that I sent where the leg was still spinning of the ghoul? Oh like yeah, that? I was like, what the hell did he say? Oh, that's a leg. It was so <laughs> weird. Like basically, I go to this one town and um, my like pretty much the first experience with ghouls I've had in this game. Which, uh, so that happened. I shot off the leg. I just started spinning and like I literally left. Did a couple of things that came back and then did the video because I was all like, really, it's still spinning. Um, but one thing that I thought was really weird, now I don't know if you guys had this experience yet with ghouls, uh, I was telling Matthew, I was walking to a town, and I saw a campsite, but I saw two people just sitting there, and I thought it was just normal people, and then when I, as soon as I got closer, they get up and they were ghouls, like they were like faking, like being human, so I don't know if anybody else has run into stuff like that, which I thought, like, I was like, this sucks, but it's also kind of cool, because now it's all like, because you just expect, like, ghouls just to be like, Meh. and they were, because then I was like, oh, there's people. I'm like, hi. Oh, no. <laughs> I have some of that happen where, like, they're sleeping, and then you get close, and they're like, oh, hey, it's a person. Yeah. Attack, attack. <laughs> yeah, I've had that, like, going into supermarkets or whatever, like specific buildings. Okay, yeah, so that's just been that. So, all right, so I got to find... Now, now I'm going to be like Pokemon with Fallout 4. I just got to collect all the power suit armors. Got to catch them all, power armor. And you can, you can find paint and paint your power armor. Oh, gee, yeah, because I saw somebody do with a Buzz Lightyear. Well, that's a mod, oh. but, like, you can find pink paint, yellow paint, green paint, blue paint. 
I gotta make one that looks like Iron Man. Pink Iron Man. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, okay. Well, I think uh, that's gonna wrap up this big mega-sized episode of Arcade Bros. Uh, where can everybody find you, Matthew, if they're looking for you? Uh, just at Matthew Renfro, and you can find me. And I am uh, Airguile on Xbox Live if you want to find me on there. Very nice. And uh, Raven? Revenge lover all day, every day. <laughs> nice. Uh, of course, you can find me at Stephen Mooney Jr. on the Twitters, or you can go to our official Twitter page, at Arcade underscore Bros. Don't forget to check out the website. We are trying to, well, I'm trying to get my act together. Raven's already on top of it. So basically, if you have any concerns or you, I would say this, you want to talk to somebody who actually knows what they're doing, I would say talk to Raven. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm clueless. Um but yeah, you can check out the new webpage, arcade-bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network. Of course, if you want a game with me, I'm SchoolDay069 on Xbox and Wii U, and then the same thing, just without a, a 069 on... Oh, of course, our game tags are on the website, and uh, yeah, I think so. That's going to wrap up this episode of Arcade Bros. Uh, and uh, again, if we don't have shows going on, uh, because it's the holiday season and people are going to spend time with their families, so we'll try to give you as much show as we can uh, in the upcoming weeks, but we know the end of the year, Christmas, all that good stuff, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and whatever else you people celebrate. Um, Christmas Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, actually, I created a holiday. It was Chris Hanukwans. Hmm. Sounds like a person's name. Chris Hanukwans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new hit show coming to NBC. Chris Hanukwans. <laughs> and it's been canceled. <laughs> oh, oh no. Um. But yeah, so until next time, kiddos and kitties and chicken pot pies alike. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, basically, I'm just wasting time until I can get theme music. Um, <laughs> but until next time, kiddos, uh, keep on gaming. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.